Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Here for you uh, during this very difficult time. Because, as you know, we're all in this together. And uh, we're facing this new normal uh, together. So That's good. That, that's You should write that one down. I think I will. Cause just, it's pretty inspirational, right? And yeah, and use it over and over and over yeah. again everywhere. Inspirational, aspirational, it's... All of those things. Asinine. Perspirational. Yeah, all of it. Got some uh, leftover tweets to start the day because all the stories can drive you out of your mind. Oh, we'll mix in some that will that will provide you some hope. There is, there is hope for a brighter day. Is, wait, there is? I don't know when that's coming, but, wow. but there is hope for a brighter day. I like this. Yeah. Huh. From Abner Normal. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Aunt Jemima, a minority, loses a job... But the Quaker gets to keep his? Oh. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. On uh, Aunt Jemima syrup there, mm-hmm. it's just too uh, racially racist. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. It's it's, it's racially, too racially racist uh-huh. to have uh, Aunt Jemima on the... So we got some options here that have okay. been sent in. All right. What do we got? Uh, as Aunt Jemima gets a makeover, maybe uh, Uncle Trans Jemima. <laughs> there we go. And we have uh, uh, Aunt Karen. Oh, Aunt Karen. Original syrup. Yeah, Aunt Karen. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> but then that's a white chick taking yeah, a that's black right. chick's job. That's, that's true. By so. the way, Uncle Ben has been put on notice. Okay, that'll oh. be next. And his rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about the the food situation. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about the food. I mean, I don't know. Yep. I just I don't know. It's a good year. First of all, I don't I don't like that kind of syrup anyway. I like actual maple syrup. Maple syrup. Not with the cornstarch in it. Not with all the fakey stuff put in to make it super thick and nasty. Mm-hmm. Give me the good old-fashioned, delicious, pure give me maple syrup. Give me Parker's Real. Which is great stuff. Because he's oh, the yeah. kid who <clears throat> started that. Uh, yes. Yeah, that is really, really, really good. good stuff. And it's on the shelf now <clears throat> at Walmart. And stuff oh, like is that. it? Oh, yeah. It's nice. He's, he's everywhere now. Oh, Parker maple syrup. Mm-hmm. He, of course, was here, <clears throat> I don't know, several years ago, right? How long has it been? Well, Four first, or five years? we were in New York, right? Uh, oh, yeah. And he came down to the New York studios. Uh-huh. Then he sent us some stuff here. Uh-huh. And now I think he lives down in Austin. Oh, he does? Yeah, because he got married, and I think they live in Austin. Oh, wow. And so they were in town, came by, joined you on your show a couple years ago. Right. That's right. Remember the cotton yeah. candy? Oh, oh with so the good. maple syrup in it? Oh, oh, oh. So good. good and stuff. he said, better for you than, you know, the regular uh, yeah. cotton candy stuff. Keep talking. Because I'll keep eating. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Um, Piltdown Posse tweets, since minstrels in blackface is racist, mm-hmm. shouldn't drag queens be racist considering the history of men playing women in theater? Or sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sexist, racist, homophobic. Something's tra- wrong. Transphobic. I know, I don't know that. Know. There's some kind of Something's phobia. Something's going on there Some that sort needs of to be phobia addressed. in there that we're scared of. Yep. <clears throat> so, yes, is the, is the answer. <laughs> From T. Sheehan. Will FSU have to change their school name and mascot? We talk in Florida State here. Since the Seminole tribe had black slaves, 
Uh oh. <laughs> Don't start asking questions that involve historical fact. When Don't do we do just become team A and team B? I think that's kind of already here. <laughs> the Florida State team A's. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And a really good point. Of course, nobody will, on the other side of this ledger will pick it up. Uh, not offense, not offense, Steve. K-N-O-T, not a fence. Not a fence, st- slave. Not a fence, Steve. Uh, I consulted a renowned geology expert, and I can now confirm how Pico crosses Florida in oh. a straight line like that. How does he do that? He swims under it. He swims under it. Okay. Huh. huh. All right. Who's the who's the renowned expert that he consulted? Uh, Congressman Hank Johnson. Uh, okay. Yeah. And the so- one who's worried about Guam tipping over and... Uh, Capsizing. See, if Florida wasn't attached to the mainland, then they'd have a problem when Pico went underneath. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that, that fortunately they don't keeps it from so. capsizing. There it is. Yeah, every time Pico goes across Florida, it looks like he walked across. It's amazing. Jogged across the state. You think with with all the cell phone cameras and stuff everywhere, we'd have some video of Pico uh-huh. crossing the peninsula there? But uh, you'd think so. I guess not. From Racco. Uh, was Pat using a U-Haul blanket during the bras segment? <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah. Very nasty. Oh, those things were, oh my gosh. Very, very nasty. I went to find props for that bit. In case you're not familiar, you got to get to youtube.com slash Pat Gray. Subscribe, click the bell for notifications whenever we do a new video. But I went to find some stuff and there was a big pile of these moving blankets that you wrap furniture in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I swear. Those were the nastiest things I have ever touched, short of when I've bumped into Jeffy in the hallway. They were <laughs> so nasty. And we're sitting here doing this bit, and they've got like, oh, first of all, they reek. And I'm glad it was dark, because then you didn't get to see all the stuff that was on them. No, but it was uh, it was just spider webs and just like leaves and nasty oh, stuff. Great. I good. mean, it was, uh, except for yours know. was clean. No, yours was clean. Oh. The one you I'm had sure on, it was. the yeah. one I, yeah, I <clears throat> mine had the, was clean. Yeah, I had the nasty ones on the cot out uh-huh. here. Yeah, so anyway, get to okay, youtubecom slash Gray to see the fun bit we did there. But, but yeah, Racco it's, sent us some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he met part of our demands. He sure did. Sent two bags of Sour Patch Kids along with the uh, the rubber chicken. Yeah, the rubber chicken. Wow, thank you. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I took the rubber chicken in case you want to see. Uh, I took that home. And terrorized my dogs with it uh, over the weekend. So there's video on Twitter at Keith Malinak. Uh, okay, so Rocco sent that. Mm-hmm. But was he one that sent the... We, we had two boxes over here. Two boxes. So Rocco had sent Racco the... Rocco sent one of those, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then the other one was... Uh, was it From, Monique? It was Monique uh, Battaglia uh-huh. who sent us... Um, hand sanitizer. Oh, some hand sanitizer, yeah. which smells great. It doesn't yeah. smell like that alcohol thing. Yep. Uh, the lemon thing I really like. The other, just a tad girly, and she said, I hope these aren't too girly. The lemon one was not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but Thank my you wife so will much. love the other uh, girly stuff. Yeah. And then. Uh-oh, what? And then. So we got more stuff sent to bras. Monique Battaglia sent to bra. And this wasn't even one of our demands. <laughs> this is above she and beyond. She sent us three dozen cookies from the greatest cookie company on earth. Oh, what cookie company is uh, that? It is uh, Truly Scrumptious Cookies. 
I've heard of them. Yeah, I have too. Truly, uh, so they're is it, supposed to be the best anybody's ever tasted any time in in the history of the planet. Are those the folks at scrumptiouscookie.com? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can I go to scrumptiouscookie.com and place an order. That's right. And like uh, Monique Battaglia did for us. Oh, and I was mean when I teased the audience uh, online last week because uh, wow, I was this. eating a I was eating a scrumptiouscookie.com. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, and sharing pictures with the audience. Let me just show you one of these. Oh. Uh, look at how beautiful my wife does these. Look at that. Isn't that great? Handcrafted. Hand, handcrafted. <laughs> and, each and every one of and them. And very, very edible. Oh, these are not uh, done by machines. No. These are all handcrafted. Oh, I, <clears throat> I like the direction they're... No, wait. And then stop. let me show you some of the other ones. Say what? Uh, yeah, there's Say what? like a million of these. Oh. I mean, this one feels like more than a dozen. You No, know, it's a dozen. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then we got some uh, caramel, oh, some why? of the lemon blueberry, why? some of the chocolate drizzle and the chocolate chip, Aren't, and then the M&M chocolate why chip. Why can't I reach these? What's happening? Uh, you need Which to. one's the lemon berry? The, uh, these yeah, with the white. Okay. Yeah, it looks white, but it's actually right. lemon. Yeah. Anyway. That's uh, our show prep today, right that's there. That's our show prep. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, man. Look at Thank you, Monique. Seriously, I mean, that is thank you. way above and beyond. That is really cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Those came in. Just at the end of the show yesterday, uh, somebody that I know delivered them, uh, my son, actually, and uh, we we didn't quite make it for the show, but mm. well, got them today. But, but they made them after Jeffy was gone for the day, so that was helpful. So we're going to try to save one for Jeffy, because I think she wanted Jeffy to have one. So Oh, well, if Monique says so, then yes. all right. Yes. Okay. Also, uh, let's see, we got this. You, you won't be able to ever unsee this after after you see it. Montana is to Idaho what Joe Biden is to women's hair. Look at this. Uh, once you see <laughs> Joe Biden sniffing Idaho, you'll never see Idaho the same way again. Why? <laughs> Idaho is a victim. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it looks like Joe Biden <laughs> sniffing Idaho. Montana's, you know, kind of well pokes well, out there like a well, nose. Look, when when Idaho is constantly washing her hair with Pert Plus. Mm-hmm. You got to take a sniff. Am I right? Yes. Okay, so Montana yes. slash Joe Biden right. fell for the trap. It's hmm. <laughs> great. That is funny <laughs> stuff. And yes, you're right. Every time you look at a map now of the Northwest, you're, you're like, that. oh, there's Joe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Now we get to the uh, the fun stuff. Oh, um, like bingo? Oh, yeah. Erica in uh, Utah. <laughs> Let's go to Erica in Utah. Hi, you're on the blaze. Bingo. Bingo. All right. Bingo. What, tell us where your uh, bingo occurred. Um, it was second row down, mm-hmm. starting with during this difficult time. Yep. <laughs> um, ouch. Okay. Mormon mafia. Mm-hmm. Um, Barack knows we're going to have to change our traditions of our history. history. And Keith mentioned Pico the shark. You mm-hmm. got it. All right. Woo-hoo. Nice job. Way to be alert so early in the morning. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Because uh, I think okay. it was the first thing we did, right? That was the yeah. F- yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. Have you picked out your thing yet? Whatever it is from the yeah. shop.blazemedia.com slash pad. Yes. I sure did. Okay. All right. Thanks, Erica. Okay. Enjoy it. Thank you. Appreciate well, you, you it. Thanks wanna, for listening. You don't want to find out what it was? You no. Don't, you don't really care. No. I bet it was a Cardinal Joe Tobin shirt. Could have been. Mm-hmm. Could have been a Cardinal Joe Tobin it uh, it could have been just make a this, small talk. Yeah, could be that. Could um, could just be a regular, just 
Pat do, Gray Unleashed t-shirt. Do we have, uh, this is not a democracy? We have that one, right? Right, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just but we'll never know what Erica and Utah. No, because I yeah, I didn't ask. You didn't ask. Okay. It's kind of none of our business, really. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, we do also have the Making the Apocalypse Fun since 2017 available. Okay. Mostly vegetarian. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's so many good shirts, so you'll check them out at uh, shop.blazemedia.com/pat. Yes. Squiggly, squiggly. No, 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 no. Quit while you're ahead. You had it. You had it. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, you know, there's some good news. There's some good things going on, uh, in the world, like, uh, some police officers, uh, in middle Tennessee, a deputy who went to a restaurant, sat down, ate his meal, and then got a note from two black, uh, women. And you might think, okay, great. This is going to be some (laughs) nasty note. Nope. Uh, it did say black lives matter underlined. But so do yours. Mm. Thank you for your service. Breakfast paid. Wow, how cool is that? That's Cracker Barrel. And that's the second one. We also had a black dude buy four cops their meal at a Cracker Barrel. So the moral of the story is if you're a cop, you should be eating at Cracker Barrel because you might get lucky. Yeah. Someone might come up and pay for your meal. But I love seeing stuff like that. That Mm -hmm. shows that we're still Americans. Yes. (sighs) Yeah, it does. It's good. Um... Meanwhile, of course, in Atlanta, with the shooting that uh, we all saw, we've all seen this one too, uh, Rayshard Brooks was shot as he turned and was firing a taser at police officers. First of all, he's fighting them tooth and nail here, battling like crazy. They take him to the ground. He's resisting arrest, and he's, he's resisting arrest because he's out on probation. Uh, and he's out on probation due to charges against him for uh, false imprisonment, simple battery, family, battery, simple, uh, and felony cruelty, cruelty to children. Oh, boy. So he doesn't want to go back to jail. So not a great guy. And so he's uh, hitting these officers, beating them, takes one of their tasers, starts running down uh, the road, and they go in pursuit of him. And as he's running away, he turns and fires the taser at him. Looks like he hit one of the officers. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about that. I think he actually hit one of the officers. So. And the officer fired back at him and shot and killed him. That officer has been charged with murder. Felony murder, which could be the death penalty in the state of Georgia. Could That's be, unbelievable. Could be life in prison. <clears throat> that is not what happened to George Floyd. That is not what happened to Eric Garner. That is not the same situation at all. I, I, I don't even understand how they could be charged with anything or fired for that matter. It looked, yeah. When you're being fired upon by whatever kind of weapon, isn't that justified that you fire back? Well, I mean, the DA who is seeking these, you know, this felony murder charge, mm-hmm. um, just a couple weeks ago, he had some comments about tasers. So... Let's see what he said just a couple of weeks ago. All right. And that there's no problem with them? There's need to turn back up the there we go. Uh or not. Do we have the audio of the DA in Atlanta? Okay. So, anyway, he said it was a deadly weapon. Yeah, he says in the state of Georgia, a taser is a deadly weapon. Hmm. So okay, so you're firing a deadly weapon at an officer and he was supposed to do what then? Right. What? Exactly. <laughs> Nothing. I guess. 
<laughs> so so it was a deadly weapon two weeks ago in Georgia, but now it's just, ah, let him go. He was shooting it at them. Oh, which, by the way, by the way, I want to thank uh, Deb's privilege for making me aware of this. There are some federal executions that were just scheduled earlier this week. And um, some of those uh, used a taser, used a taser gun, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. To um, hit their victims. And then they proceeded to tie up their victims um, with plastic bags around their heads and murdered them. Okay. So they incapacitated them with the taser, which is mm -hmm. the justification that we've been talking about all week about this cop in Atlanta. Because once you're incapacitated, who knows what they're going to do to Th you. Then, then Brooks could have done who knows what to those cops. Yeah. So anyhow, we, we've, got, we've got the DA saying it's a deadly weapon, and we've got these federal uh, death row inmates now that used it in the commission of a murder, of three murders, in fact, an entire family. So... So now the uh, many police officers in Atlanta yeah. are calling in sick because mm -hmm. who wants to go to work knowing that you're not going to get any kind of support, knowing that no matter what you do in the in the commission of your duty, uh, you're going to be in the wrong. You're going to be in the wrong from now on, it looks like. I mean, I, I don't know if we pull out of this. So and is police it departments, I think, all over are going to be shorthanded. Yeah. Is is it that is that charge kind of an overreach like we were talking about with Minneapolis? Are they hoping that he doesn't get convicted of the felony murder mm. charge so that the city of Atlanta burns? I don't know. Again. I don't know. German. I don't know if it's that or they're just, you know, they just can't. Everything's going to be this now. I, I don't know. Uh, why but, would you want to be a police officer? I, why would you? Under what circumstances? Frankly, I wouldn't. No. Uh, so, God I, don't, bless I don't know. You. Stay safe, guys. Mm. All right. Um, here's something you uh, might not have known. Uh, according to CNN, COVID-19 threat to pets <laughs> is you. <laughs> this makes me laugh. Pets might, un might not infect people with COVID-19, but a new FDA video that's oh, no. crawling with cuteness <laughs> says they need to they need protection from us. From us. <laughs> so stupid. They need protection from us. Stop the scare tactics, <laughs> CNN. Jeez. Wow. Here's something you can do to protect your uh your pet and okay. to make them feel great and to uh, help them love their food. And that's Rough Greens VitaSmart. This is not dog food. It's a dog food supplement. You sprinkle it on your dog's food, mix it in. They're going to love it. They love the taste. And it adds all kinds of live nutrients back into your dog's food. The digestive enzymes, probiotics, vitamins and minerals, omega oils, uh, antioxidants, all of which help your dog's, uh, your, your dog's health, your skin, <clears throat> their coat, it improves their digestive system, and it gives them energy. So they'll be puppy-like again. Take the Rough Greens 14-day uh, jumpstart challenge today. See for yourself in just 14 days or less. It's just $14.95, and you'll see the difference in your dog. If you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze. <laughs>
888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Of course, uh, Joe Biden uh, seems to have the nomination wrapped up. We still don't know really a lot of the details about how this is going to happen um, this summer. When are they doing? Are they still doing their convention in the same way in the same place? I don't think we know that for sure yet. Do we? I don't think we know. I have not gotten an update on that in a while. I'll have to check that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but things have heated up a little bit with uh, with an ad from Joe Biden featuring Lindsey Graham. I hope we still have this. Oh, oh uh, from the other day that we didn't get to? Yeah. Um, we can look for that. All right. Uh, we got to show you this because... Well, before we do that, do you... Do you want to play that 1993 clip while they look for the Lindsey Graham ad um, where <clears throat> Joe Biden's on the floor of the Senate? Boy, he's got yeah. interesting stuff from a while the back. The person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents. It doesn't matter it's whether the or not bill. they were deprived as a youth. Yeah. It doesn't matter or not whether or not they had no background that enabled them to have to uh, become a uh, uh, mm. social uh, become socialized what? into the fabric of society mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society the end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe shoot my sister beat up my wife take on my sons hmm. so i don't want to ask what made them do this hmm. they must be taken off the street that's number one. There's mm-hmm. a consensus on that. Hmm. Unless we Not do anymore. something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, because mm-hmm. they literally, I yield myself three more minutes, <laughs> because they literally have not been socialized they literally have not had an opportunity. We should mm. focus on them mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become mm. the predators 15 years from now. And, Madam President, mm. we have predators on our streets that society has, in fact, in part because of its neglect, created. Again, it does not mean because we created them that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. They Hmm. are beyond the pale, many of those people. A racist. Beyond the pale. Hmm. And it's a sad commentary on society. We have no choice but to take them out of society. And the truth is, we don't very well know how to rehabilitate them at that point. That's the sad truth. I'm the guy that Mm -hmm. said... Rehabilitation. When it occurs, we don't understand it and notice it. <laughs> wow. What a difference 27 years makes. 27 huh? years, man. What a difference 27 years makes. He was a lot more coherent back then. Yeah. I mean, he stumbled he out of the gate. stumbled a yeah. little bit, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's, that's a 180. That's tough on crime. That's a, t- yeah, that's, right that's there. a total 180 from where they are now. It just shows the radicalization of the Democrat Party on every issue. doesn't matter whether it's crime or immigration or abortion, whatever it is, they've become so radical, and yet they, they always throw that accusation at Republicans. Are you kidding me? You can't even recognize Democrats as Democrats anymore. They're now socialists and communists. 
or anarchists. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of anarchists in the Democrat Party. Ah, that is, that's incredible. And the passion with which he felt all of that, and now it's completely out the window, all of it. All of it, completely gone. And they never have to answer for it either, which is beautiful. I I don't understand that exactly either. Why don't they ever have to answer for it? Nobody asks them about it? Nobody? Come on. Meanwhile, uh, Dr. Fauci uh, is saying that uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the, I wouldn't go to the Trump rally. Uh, well, yeah, I know. Cause first of all, I don't think you're a Trump fan. <clears throat> <laughs> Secondly, you don't live in Tulsa. So why would you go? Uh, but he, uh, you know, he's been so good over the years at protecting Americans from diseases that, uh, you should listen to pretty much everything he says. Is that, is that why he's the nation's top infectious disease That's expert? That's exactly why, yes. Because he's yes. always... Always right. Nailing it. Oh, man. Like, uh, you know, COVID-19 is his worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Might be his worst, but it's certainly not his first. Mm. He's spent his professional career warning of nightmare scenarios, which pretty much never materialized. Oh, that's good. Nobody did more to kick off the U.S. AIDS alarm than Fauci, who was the sole author of a 1983 piece in the prestigious JAMA. Oh, that was a journal. The Journal of American Medical Medical Association. Associates. Because you always get the copy in the mail, but you just never take the time to actually read what it stands for. Exactly. Oh, my JAMA's here. Yeah, right. He declared the disease might be transmissible. Oh, it might AIDS might be transmissible by routine close contact as within a family household. Well, that sounds oddly familiar. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Fauci shortly thereafter ascended to the position he holds to this day as the head of the National Institute of Allergy and so Infectious good. Diseases. Isn't he good? So you can get AIDS from, you know, close Just, contact yeah. with people, oh. shaking hands, I don't know, hugging a toilet seat. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Don't hug toilet seats, though. That's a good safety don't, tip, always. Don't. Don't kiss your dog with your tongue, and don't hug your toilet seat. Hold on a second. It, this mm-hmm. is the Babylon B effect. Uh-huh. You know, we, we're, we're mocking this, you know, and I guess the next thing we would say is don't lick a toilet seat. We've had videos. Where people have done just that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, that is true. I, where's, is it racist oh, to say man. I'm going to wave the white flag now? <laughs> yes. Uh, Fauci continued to raise the AIDS alarm in 1987. Columnist George Will asserted on TV that the heterosexual AIDS threat was overstated. Mm. That's that's not correct. Fauci mm. protested. Well, he didn't talk like that in 1987. He probably did. But he does now. Yeah. Uh, followed by a prediction that the percentage of AIDS cases contracted via heterosexual transmission, that at 4% would rise to 10% by 1991. The rate never rose above 4%. So... His predictions have sucked before. Fauci repeated the pattern during successive disease panics, Uh such as when he declared 16 years ago that we're due for a massive person-to-person spread of avian flu, H5N1. How massive? Uh, Fauci didn't define massive, uh, but according to one CDC modeler, even in the best-case scenarios, would cause 2 to 7 million deaths worldwide. What? The yeah. place that he's the head of. That didn't happen. Said two to s- <laughs> Yeah, the CDC. Uh, no, they, that never happened. Uh, more recently, Fauci sounded the threat 
of Zika. Okay. Zika. Demanding billions more in taxpayer funds. It barely touched two U.S. states before burning out on its own. Strike three. You never even hear about Zika yeah, anymore. No kidding. That, that, so that should have been it for him. That should have been, been it. Strike three, you're out. Yeah. Hey, you don't know what you're talking about, my friend. Why don't you step down from your high position in yeah. the medical community? I mean, he's less accurate than weather guys. Regarding COVID-19, Fauci said the virus met all four criteria for a nightmare scenario. It's new, respiratory-borne, easily transmissible transmissible and has a significant degree of illness or mortality uh said the virus surprised him though with just how rapidly it took over the planet however it appears to spread with the same speed as seasonal flu which covers the world map annually and of course seasonal flu is also respiratory and has significant mortality i (laughs) the guy's never right never right how is he how is he the czar of all things medical now. Uh, well, what does Dr. Fauci say? Does he say I can leave my house yet? Does Could we he have say? a baseball season? Let's ask what? Dr. Fauci. Can my kids go to Little League? Ask Dr. Fauci. Well, Dr. Can Fauci I go says... to the store? Can I go to Kroger? Ask Dr. Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> what should I wear today to work? Ask Dr. Fauci. What should we have for dinner, dear? I don't know. Ask Dr. Fauci. It might be infected. Uh, with the COVID. Do these pants make my butt look Dr. big? Ask Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Seriously. Stop listening to that man. Oh, uh, man. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yes, I do. Yep, that's where I am. On the Blaze Radio and Television Network. 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter where we find uh, COVID Bullet 23 tweeting. I sure wish someone would ask Dr. Fauci if uh, he would intend a riot. I mean a protest if he would attend one. Uh, like they asked him about attending a Trump rally. Mm. Or does he believe COVID doesn't attend riots? I mean protests. <laughs> what? Not there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah. the COVID doesn't go. To- no, it doesn't go to the protests. Right. It, mm-hmm. it knows to stay away from the BLM protests, mm-hmm. uh, but go directly to the Trump rallies. It knows. Uh, Gender McGenderface. Only American medical associates are allowed to write in the JAMA. That's the Journal of American Medical Associates. Isn't that what we said? Well, yeah, but we guessed that. The Journal of American Medical So, but they won't let the Associates Association yeah. Realtors. So, Realtors aren't allowed to write no. for JAMA. No, they're not. So, don't even no. try it. But medical personnel also can't be part of the National Association of Realtors. I mean, we are such an exclusionary society, <laughs> is what I'm getting We need at to this. look at that. Mm-hmm. We, let's have a conversation about that. Why can only realtors be members of the National Association of Realtors? Why? What if you identify <clears throat> as a realtor? Thank you. Right? Exactly, and I do. And, and you talk about having a conversation. I need some clarification. Are we supposed to be taking notes as we're, you know, being told how to be? Like, should we be writing this down and just Probably, yeah. let them dictate to us, or should we be having yes. a conversation? I well, don't. We, I don't know. We which... take notes so we can have an intelligent conversation after. Don Lemon himself is confusing alone. I don't. <sighs> I know. Okay. Appalachian American, 
Uh, Keith referred to Chaz as an open mental institution. I think open air asylum yeah, open air. has a better ring to it than outdoor sure does. mental institution. Yeah, it does. Open air asylum, I like that. Let's start doing that. Mm-hmm. Chaz, your open air asylum. Uh, we got this from... Uh, uh, somebody. Somebody. It's awesome, I'm sure. <laughs> has, bra- has bras annexed food? <laughs> Fisher occupied overweight district? <laughs> to make itself bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to uh, annex that. Uh, <laughs> hope they don't put up a fight. We could get crushed. Uh, let's see. And then Greenhammer 4. Hey, Pat, could you try the shut it down button again? If you can't press it hard enough, have Jeffy sit on it. Uh, that would kill the whole machine. Oh, so oh no. Uh, uh, oh, no. What happened? Wow. <gasps> oh, no. Wow. Have a, as oh, my no. ability. There we go. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. There it is. Scared me. There it is. <laughs> did, did did the world shut down your your? Uh, they did. Shut they shut down, down my shutdown button. <laughs> that's that's where 2020 has taken us. Well, here we go again. Uh, on 2020, just bringing us more fun than you ever dreamed imaginable. There's a China volcanic region in an active stage. As scientists are warning of a looming eruption. Okay, now... Researchers believe that the Wei Mountain volcano in North uh, China's northeast region uh, is sitting on top of a large amount of magma, according to the South China Morning Post. Okay. Which I only read the South China Morning Post for the sports page usually. Yeah. So I missed the volcano story until now. <laughs> um <laughs> Modeling suggests that there are two enormous magma chambers underneath the volcano that are bigger than the volcano itself. What? How is that possible? I don't know. Oh, way down below. Okay. Yeah. Way down. Oh, where the earth temperature is hot. It was several million degrees. (laughs) The little information on Way Mountain appears to be available, uh, but it's 100 meters tall and 3.1 miles wide. 100 meters tall. So it could be... (laughs) I don't know, 10,000 miles tall or an inch and a half. I don't know. There's no way to tell. Hold on. Did, did they did they hit us with that? You can't be doing that in a story. You can't be doing metric I know, talking about switch, the height. Then they switch to but miles. But the width is miles. So I know exactly how big it is, 3.1 <laughs> miles wide. Just doesn't tell me anything on the height of the thing. <laughs> 100 meters and 3.1 miles? That's amazing. So it's seriously, it's, so it's what? 320 feet high. Exactly. And 3.1 miles wide? So it's a big cauldron or something. Yeah. Wow. Wow. The so last time the volcano erupted is said to be over 500,000 years ago with scientists considering it now extinct and now it is. They isn't. thought it was See, that's where 2020 has taken us. Yeah. Extinct volcanoes are getting ready to do something. Are becoming active. They're in an active stage. This is wow. bad. Scary. God. You know what else is scary? This Bolton book that mm. is uh, being talked about now. Oh, boy. If the Drudge page is in the indication of what's in that book, uh, it looks like there is a ton of stuff. Uh, supposedly, President Trump asked Xi Jinping for help getting him reelected. Ah, for the love of heaven. What did he want him to do? Go Supposedly, door to door he okayed China's concentration camps. Oh, no. Supposedly, Mike Pompeo said that the president was full of S. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, now the feds are talking about criminal charges again against uh, President Trump. 
over some of this stuff. Now, the president has tweeted just this morning, hasn't he? Oh, gosh. You're going to make me read this? Hang on. Let me see here. <clears throat> In fact, he's so pissed about it, he quoted the New York Times on what he said. But <laughs> I thought the New York Times was fake news. But oh, right. No, not today. Not when they agree with him. Donald uh, Trump tweets out, Wacko John Bolton's exceedingly tedious, that's the quote, exceedingly tedious, New York Times, book is made up of lies and fake stories. Said all good about me in print until the day I fired him. A disgruntled, boring fool who only wanted to go to war. Never had a clue. Was ostracized and happily dumped. What a dope! Exclamation mark. I think he used all 240 characters there. Nice job, Mr. President. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That that's a uh, you know that's a quintessential Trump tweet right there. <laughs> so so I've heard that mm. they're trying to get it stopped from being published because it has uh, yeah. state secrets in it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's a hail mary. Uh, it is because mm. that won't work, uh, and a lot of the information's already out. <clears throat> People are already talking about it. The New York Times already read it. And called it, what, exceedingly tedious yeah. is what it was? End quote. Nice. <laughs> what a dope, exclamation mark. And also, uh, Bolton says that Trump said journalists should be executed. And that invading Venezuela would be cool. <laughs> Hang on a second. I don't know. Let's just say you're the president of the United States for a day. Yeah. I mean, there'd be a lot of stuff. That, that, that you would say would be, be cool. That's, that's kind of cool. That you actually could order. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know what would be cool is to take over Venezuela and their oil fields. I bet we could <laughs> right. make it work. Right. President <laughs> Malinak. Boy, that's scary. President Malinak, uh, we have Marines ready to go. They will invade at your command. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, wow, really? Yeah, I, We're going to take over? That. Yeah. Hmm. All right. It's about time. You seen that place? <laughs> Like three decades of crap going on down there. I think it'd be pretty cool if we went down there with some Marines. So could he have said that? Maybe. I don't know. He says sure. a lot of things with her hyperbole that he doesn't intend to do or that he's not, he doesn't really believe. It's just that he, he makes hyperbolic statements. Yeah. We all know that to be true. And he's, he's, he's. He's a guy who's really um, over the top in his speech. And right. What's the lesson? The number one thing to keep in mind during the Trump presidency is what? Don't pay attention to what he says. Pay attention to what he does. Right. Right. Have we invaded Venezuela? No. No, no we have not. Has he executed journalists? No. No, he has not. In fact, he's arrested uh, none of them. Uh, contrary to what Barack Obama did. How many Let's not forget that. Uh, Barack was- Obama... Uh, arrested more journalists than every other U.S. president combined. I think it was seven. Six or seven? Let's see here. It didn't take very many to do more than the rest of the presidents combined. Boy, he he at least went after uh, ten leakers. Okay. So I don't know how many... How many were arrested? Yeah, but still. We'll we'll look look through that because I know it's more than any other president ever. Uh, all right, let me take 60 seconds and tell you about Omega XL. If you got pain due to inflammation, and if you have pain, there's a really good chance it is due to inflammation, especially if it's in your joints, your elbow, your knees. You know, uh, it could be back pain, neck pain, shoulders, legs, whatever. Um, 
Omega XL can calm that down. Pain relievers and topical creams don't treat the problem. They just mask it. Sometimes they don't even do that. And if you're using the NSAIDs, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories that you get over the counter, those can attack your kidneys and liver. Well, Omega XL is not a drug. It's a powerful, natural supplement that helps reduce pain due to inflammation, promotes healthy joints, it also promotes a natural, healthy immune response in your body. So there's all kinds of benefits to taking this. It's fantastic stuff. And what I love, maybe most of all, uh, even, well, it's up there, definitely up there with uh, relieving my pain, is it doesn't have that fishy aftertaste. Uh, here's a special offer to get you started. Order now and get your second bottle free. So you buy one bottle, you get one free. For more information, visit OmegaXL.com slash pad. OmegaXL.com slash pad. Or call 800-844-4888. Pat Gray. Unleashed. And if that's not enough uh, for the president to have to deal with, with everything else he's got on his mind, and now this Bolton nonsense. Uh, Lindsey Graham causing some trouble because of the things he's said in the past. Oh, no. There's some things. Uh, if you if you remember back to the campaign, Graham was not a fan of uh, Donald Trump, especially while John McCain was alive. Right, right. And remember, remember that? Trump gave out Lindsey Graham's cell phone number at a press conference. Remember that? Right. <laughs> or at a speech. Right. Right before he started. That's right. And so, you know, he said some things about... Uh, Trump and he said some things about uh, Biden in the past that Biden has just put together and used in an ad. This well, I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. What is Donald Trump's campaign about? He's a race baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. And you know how you make America great again? Tell Donald Trump to go to hell. If you can't admire Joe Biden oh, as a person, that's probably you got a problem. Probably, <laughs> probably. You need to do some self-evaluation. Because <laughs> what's not to like? Uh, he lot. is as good a man as God ever created. He said some. He's of the as most good a man as God's ever incredibly created. Incredibly heartfelt things that anybody could ever say to me. Wow. He's the nicest person I think I've ever met in politics. He's gonna this cry. is a defining moment in the future of the Republican Party. <laughs> we have to reject this demagoguery. And if we don't reject Donald Trump, we've lost the moral authority, in my view, to govern this great nation. Okay, so super misleading because those were years ago quotes. And they make it sound or maybe look like he said them recently. He hasn't. Uh, but the Biden stuff, I don't even, I don't know where that's coming from. Wow. I guess he loves Biden for some reason. Wow. Ask Tara Reid if she thinks that Joe yeah. Biden is the greatest man God ever created. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing stuff. Ugh. And it's certainly not helpful for the president. Now, does anybody care what Lindsey Graham thinks? Probably not. No Republicans do anyway. Democrats might be swayed by that. Maybe some independents. But I don't care what Lindsey Graham thinks about Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham's a moron. We all know that. He's been a slightly less of a moron lately than he was before. <laughs> but he's still That's well said. Yeah, a I moron. Mean, yeah, so he's less of a moron yeah, now. Yeah, slightly less slightly of a moron less. than he was in the past. But that's not saying much, you know, because he was a really big moron. Boy, Lindsey Graham. We used to have that thing. Uh, I don't know if I still do. Let me see if we still have. Oh, no, you're going to do this. And 
Uh, I brought this I with. Mean, this, this was one of the things he... Free speech is a <clears throat> great idea, but we're in a war. Yeah. <laughs> I love and it. And then the other one we used to play is... Uh, uh, something like uh, I'm clueless. Oh yeah, I'm good. clueless. Yeah, I but totally. I think we deleted that. That's because uh, yeah, because yeah. Lindsey. Why? Because Lindsey Graham's irrelevant, and we never talk about him <laughs> until now. Yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> he he's like I, I'm king of the phone call. People call me all the time to tell me how bad I'm doing my job. Why do they keep reelecting him? That's a really good and, question. And what he was talking about in that context is how he was so upset that people, how dare his constituents call his office and tell him, don't vote for the Wall Street bailout. That's what that was. Wow. <sighs> anyway, Lindsey Graham he, knows better than you. He doesn't care. And Lindsey Graham, uh, again, slightly less of a moron right now than he has been in the past, but still a moron nonetheless. Okay, so shouldn't worry about it, I guess. And again, no one's concentrating on the campaign right now. Nobody. Even though we're just, what are we, five months away from the election? Yeah. Holy cow, Four. think about that. Four and a half, yeah. Four and a half months away from the general election. It's a presidential election. Nobody's even talking about it. Nobody's talking about the upcoming conventions nobody's talking about uh whether or not we're going to do debates between trump and biden mm. nobody's talking about how uh senile biden is right now it's just this is a great time really for biden and when he starts having to defend himself and talk about his policies then you're going to see people waking up and saying wow this guy uh is is not uh <laughs> He's not the one. Not the one. This is not the guy. Uh, no. Maybe this will be the uh, first presidential election season where we have three vice presidential debates and only one presidential debate yeah, maybe. instead of flipped. Maybe. Mm. I think I think a debate between Biden and Trump would be really fun, though. Uh, can you imagine the fireworks going on there? Oh, that's a UFC match is what yeah. that is. That's yep. a, that is a brass knuckles. Yes. First one to, to pass out is is the loser. Because, I mean, those guys, I think... They'd go at it. Physically want to hurt each other. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, a Biden has threatened to take him out behind the school or something. He's been he? very like, threatening, yeah. yes. Uh, like he's going to take him back uh, behind some building and beat him up. Oh, okay. All right. Biden's that guy, though. He's such he a... Is. He is full of hot air. So anyway, it'll be interesting to see um, once this does heat up in the fall, because eventually it has to, right? Eventually we've got to focus. I mean, I don't know. It's eventually, 2020. We have to focus on the campaign eventually. I mean, certainly by October, I would think. <laughs> right? Man, I don't know. Oh, speaking of the fall, I mm. uh, just saw the NCAA approved six-week preseason for uh, for uh, all college football teams. So if they start the first week of September, they can start July, I don't know, 24th oh, or something with their with their uh, okay. camp. Yay. So at least they're talking about the camp coming up next I like month. I like it. Looks Let's like it's it. going to happen. Come on. It's going to happen. What did Dr. Fauci say, though? Uh, uh, I wouldn't go. Pat Gray. And welcome to it. 
And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Pew Pew One Pew tweets, remember the days when all we had to worry about was the toilet paper missing on the shelves? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good times. Those were. Good times. But, you know, again, how old were you two months ago? She's like, I don't don't think I was even out of high school yet. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. That is. Uh, Dr. Diver 63, it was Dr. Fauci. That said the volcano in China was in dormant. <laughs> so, of course, it'll blow any minute now. The Steve 42, I believe John Bolton, like I believe Jeffy, is thin. Okay. Uh, CB23, you know what else would be cool to invade? Chaz. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't it, though? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, just get him out of there. And, uh, But no. No? No, it's fine. Vegan Zuela, Warlord, uh, new NFL team, the Chaz Kneelers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the Chaz Razzmatazz. The Chaz Razzmatazz, yeah. I like the Chaz Razzmatazz. I mean, if they're going to... if they're gonna... That's, uh, that's going to be... Um, that's that's going to be uh, Colin Ka- Kaepernick's uh, new team. Oh, the right. Chaz Razzmatazz I think is going to be the quarterback. That park they took over and they're planting their, their <clears throat> abundant crops in, you think it's big enough for a stadium? Yeah. So yeah. maybe the right. expansion team or something? Maybe. Okay. Uh, we've got some more Chaz-like insanity. Here's a sampling of some of the Antifa uh, mugshots from Portland, Oregon. <laughs> these are, you know, your friends and your neighbors. Look uh, at these winners. These are people you like to hang out with. Right oh, there. Oh, no. Right there. Look at uh, the <laughs> upper left chick. Unbelievable. I really hope that's not permanent. Those tattoos, the chin and the fake glasses she's got tattooed around her eyes. I mean, that better be a Sharpie. That better be a Sharpie. Those are good-looking people. Um, people you just want to hang out with, right? The guy with the faux hawk on the bottom row with the blue hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, he actually looks happy to be there. Yeah, he does. He's like, hey, what's up? It's party time. I like the guy in the upper right-hand corner, too. He's He's got a really nice look. It almost really nice look. Yeah, his hair almost looks like uh, one of those fake filters you would put on. But no, no, <laughs> that's his hair with a bow. It's really funny that somebody put that out. Uh, Seattle Police Chief says no part of the city is cop free. Oh, that's good. After a business owner's complaint, uh, John McDermott, who owns an auto shop just outside of the Chop or Chaz, whatever. <laughs> Uh, said a protester broke into his store, stole money from his cash register, and tried to set fire to the building. The owner's son said he detained the suspect. I chased him down, and as soon as I came face to face, he came at me, so I put him on the ground. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, John McDermott said he called the police a total of 19 times to no avail. Oh. No. <clears throat> they, alluded, they alluded that they were sending someone. Finally, they said... They weren't going to send somebody. I don't know what to expect next. If you can't call the police department, you can't call the fire department to respond. What do you have? He said he's heartbroken. I mean, they're the cavalry. Yeah, but it's supposed to be a cop-free zone, so you live in that cop-free zone now. Yeah, but the police chief right? said there's no <clears throat> part of the city that's cop-free, right? Yeah, they're watching from a distance. It's what they're doing, I guess. And uh, we're all watching from a distance. Too great a distance. Yeah. He said he finally had to give in to another protester's demands, who knocked down his fence to let the suspect go to avoid mayhem beyond mayhem. Adding that both his son and some of the protesters were armed, but no shots were fired. 
This could get so ugly so yeah. quickly. But but the cops are <clears throat> said observing. officers responded the re- to the report and observed the location from a distance. <laughs> what good does that do? With what a telescope? <clears throat> what? That is just bizarre. What do you mean you observed it from a distance? Mm-hmm. God, this is just, it's out of control. How can this be in the United States of America? Uh, CHOP Seattle activists are already block- blocking city lanes. Apparently the city came to some kind of agreement mm-hmm. with Raz from Chaz. I don't know. that He's the leader, right? Yeah. I guess he's the one you go to. <clears throat> Rapper Raz, who runs Chaz. Uh, came to an agreement with the city okay. that they would allow some traffic through it, and then they blocked it off again. Oh, boy. After just a little while. Yeah, you shouldn't be making deals <clears throat> with terrorists. Yeah, but that's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. I, I don't, How long do you think this thing is going to be like uh, this? I don't know. I'm I, telling you. I can't predict things it's anymore. It's going to be a long time. It, ju- it might be a long it's time. It's going to be longer than the Iranian <clears throat> hostage. How was that? 400 and something days? How many days is that? Yeah, 400 something. Mm-hmm. Some residents who live within the CHOP area, uh, Capitol Hill Occupied Protest Zone, or CHAZ, as we like to call it, right, said they have an open question for Seattle pol- police. Who do we call or ask for help when burglars are breaking in and stealing our property? We've already covered this. It's yeah. It's, that's a it's an unexpected donation. <laughs> what do you mean? It's an unplanned donation. Unplanned donation. What do you mean? Really proud of you. That's today. what you do. <laughs> we are right now in the middle of that autonomous zone. Uh, they said they called 911. Here's another person that called 911 when he saw a burglar breaking into his courtyard, grabbing a bike and other items. <clears throat> Wait, they're stealing things in Chaz? Yeah, because it's an unplanned donation. That's all. That's all. Somebody needs it more than you do. Mm-hmm. Well, how do the, how do I know that? How do you know that they need it more than I do? Well, because they took it from you. That's why. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> the dispatcher told me uh, we're not going in there. There's nothing we can do. We can come meet you on the outside, but if it's not life threatening, there's nothing we can do. He said days later he saw it happen again. I saw some guy who had broken in earlier. He was wearing different clothes, but he locked eyes on me. He saw me and started working toward me. So I ran inside and called 911 again. Uh, Once again, his call to 911 was futile. Resistance to these people is futile. Uh, We're all just sitting ducks here all day. Now every criminal in the city knows they can come into this area. They can do anything they want. The police won't come in to do anything about it. Right, because you live in Chaz, stupid. That Your city's been taken over. Mm -hmm. What you should be doing is going to your mayor and your governor and telling them you demand that they do something about this. That they take back that section of the city. I I mean, if the police go in there, what happens? They'll get in trouble from the mayor or the governor. They're going to lose their jobs. They'll be shut down. Who knows what's going to happen? But uh, if I'm the police, I don't want any part of it either. And we know they're armed in Chaz. We saw Raz handing out guns to possible minors. Right. Uh, right. Mm. The police, the police going to get into a shootout with the Chaz people? No. No, they're not, because you can't win that situation. That's a no-win situation. So. So this is fun. Uh, I say you take it to the mayor, and you put it on her. 
it is she who should be doing something about this. Yeah, I think it's the governor. And though, the governor that should be. Yeah, the governor should have called in the national Washington guard. Washington National Guard. They should be in there right now, and they should have taken it over the second this happened. They should have put a stop to you it. You saw what Asheville, North Carolina, did. Yeah. Oh, that was cute. You blocked a road with yeah, some we're gonna uh, unblock it now. crates there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they immediately unblocked it. So, I don't know. I. It's and, just bizarre. I fear that Chaz is just a group of pioneers, and there's going to be more Chazes pop up all over the place. And depending on the strength of the local politicians, mm-hmm. some will... Whether or not they're Republicans. Some will if they're continue. Democrats, forget it. You just lost that area of town. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> just say goodbye to that part of town. Whatever. Okay, yeah, they... They they have that now. It's a different part of the world. It's not the United States anymore. And what if you're a... I just, I'm thinking of that owner you talked about, right? That had to deal with that. I'm not paying my taxes. You're, right. not, you're not coming in here to protect me? Why am I paying taxes to you? And before you know yeah. it, you've got anarchy on multiple fronts. Well, and if somebody's coming into your place and stealing things from you, don't you have the right to shoot them? <laughs> I mean, you should be taking it into your own hands at that point. But in Washington, what's going to happen to you if yeah, you do that? You'll I, probably be prosecuted. I hesitate to figure out what the laws you'll, are up there. You'll yeah. be prosecuted. Mm. And if you show them uh, a weapon, they'll come back with more weapons, would be my guess. <sighs> I, I don't know. I just I don't know how you deal with that unless you send in the National Guard and put a stop to this. But there's no indication that they'll ever do that. Mm-mm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The uh, stupidity on behalf of these leftists is just such that I, I don't know how you deal with it. Listen to what Tim Kaine, a U.S. senator, <laughs> listen to what Tim Kaine uh, had to say. You know, pandering to the Black Lives Matter group. The first African Americans in into the English colonies came to Point Comfort, Virginia, in sixteen nineteen. They were slaves. They'd been captured against their will, but mm-hmm. they landed in colonies that didn't have slavery. There were no laws about slavery in the colonies at that time. Mm-hmm. The United States didn't inherit slavery from anybody. We created oh. it. Oh, Wait, it got what? created by the Virginia <laughs> General Assembly and the legislatures of other states. Uh, it got created by the court systems what? in colonial America and sense that enforced co- co- wait, colonial slave laws. America. It was mm. we created it. We created it. <laughs> when we have United States senators <laughs> This but stupid. How do you get out of this mess? Seriously. We created slavery? A 400-year-old institution? Slavery. Okay, let's see. We were a colony of Britain. He admitted that. A colony of Britain. Until we became a nation in 1776. So, 244 years ago. Um, And even then, slavery had been going on since the mid to late 1400s. Created by Portugal. Continued by Britain. Uh, it seems like by the very definition of inherit, that we did indeed inherit slavery in 1776. We didn't have a ratified constitution until 1791. So it took us from that time, 1791, to 1863 with... The uh, with the Emancipation Proclamation, that's 72 years. Okay, we did have 72 years of American slavery. 
Not only did we inherit slavery, but we ended it quicker than any nation on earth ever had. Seriously, if you're this stupid, Tim Kaine, you do not belong in the U.S. Senate. I mean, what an asinine. How stupid is it? You learn in grade school that we inherited slavery. We created slavery? (laughs) Okay. All right. I mean, nobody... They didn't even discover this land until 1492, and even then it wasn't... It wasn't the the continent. It was an island off the continent. Wow. (sighs) This land wasn't settled until uh, Jamestown in 1609, and then it finally took hold in 1620. So, slavery had even been going on 140 years then. By then. (laughs) Just an unbelievably stupid statement. He is dumb. What a moron. That guy could have been president. Well, if, you know, enough Democrats would have liked him to make him the nominee, and then if enough Americans in general would have liked him well, to he make was him Hillary's, president. Uh, That's right. He was Hillary's vice president. Vice president. That is but the he most ran for a while, obscure, right? Yeah, I think for five minutes, yeah. Six yeah. minutes, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's the most obscure vice presidential candidate. Like, no, you have to stop and go, who oh, is? Oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's right. right. Some guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, well, uh, here's a black voice with a history lesson for uh, Tim Kaine and uh, the rest of the Democrat Party. Uh, Check this guy out. To the feckless, hypocritical, virtue-signaling Democrat leaders of America, you took the time to kneel for George Floyd so you could pretend to care about black people, but I know the truth, the truth you continue to ignore. So now allow me to call you on the carpet for your many failures in the black community that you refuse to acknowledge. How about kneeling to acknowledge that the worst riots and the worst instances of police brutality in this country are in your cities and your cities alone? Mm. You are the common denominator. How about kneeling to apologize for having some of the lowest minority, literacy, and graduation rates, but some of the highest single motherhood, abortion, and black-on-black crime rates in your own districts that you yourselves represent? Mm -hmm. How about kneeling for the millions upon millions of black children who never got a chance to live because your friends over at Planned Parenthood butchered them before they even had a chance to be born? That's right. How about kneeling for the untold numbers of my ancestors who were lynched by your former counterparts in the KKK for simply daring to ask to be treated as equals? They didn't get justice. And even today, by kneeling and apologizing for your white privilege, you still don't treat us as equals. (laughs) You feel like you have to apologize for your privilege because deep down, you still think that you're better than us by default. If you'd actually held your friend Amy Klobuchar accountable for not prosecuting Derek Chauvin when she had the chance to after he had 10 complaints filed against him in his 19 years with the Minneapolis police force, maybe George Floyd would still be alive. The fact of the matter is, if you had to take a knee for every black life lost needlessly due to your failed leadership, you would be on your knees forever. The only black lives that matter to you are the ones that fit your agenda. You know it, I know it, and the world knows it too. Your party is the one that filibustered for months to prevent the passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Your party is the one that only had 23% support of the 13th Amendment, which abolished slavery, Mm -hmm. and had 0% support for the 14th Amendment, which granted free slave citizenship, and also 0% support for the 15th Amendment, which gave us the right to vote. The policies you have implemented have been the figurative knees on the necks of my people for centuries. And it is because of you and your failed leadership that many of us still can't breathe today. But I've got news for every last one of you. If you think all you have to do is shamelessly pander and kneel to get the support of people like me, if you think you can wear the kente cloth of the Ashanti, an African tribe known for selling their own people into slavery, if you think you can tear down statues and rename buildings and roads to hide your sordid history from everyone, if you think that's all it takes to win over my people, 
If you think our skin color will keep us from thinking critically, you've got another thing coming. I'm Namani Felder, and that was absolutely nothing but common sense. Thank you, Damani. Damani Felder. We're going to tweet that out at Pat Unleashed. Good stuff. <laughs> That's what we need. We need uh, smart, informed African-Americans and minorities to stand up to these people. These douchebags in the Democrat Party who want to continue to keep their uh, foot on their throats. It's... Thank you for realizing and for telling the truth. Because that's hard. If you're a minority and you speak out like that, that is really hard. Because you're going to get everybody coming down on you. On Twitter, on Facebook, you're going to get nothing but garbage from people. Because that's the kind of stuff that just isn't known or talked about in their community. And so, uh, you know... It's just, it's a lot easier to just believe what the mainstream media tells you every day and, and what the progressive <clears throat> educators tell you every day. That the Democrat Party's your friend. <laughs> really? Wow. All right. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirteen thirty three ninety three. That's what it is. Eight hundred uh, no eight eight eight. I can see why you'd be distracted right now <laughs> since so I just distracted. screamed at the top of my lungs during the break. There. Yeah, we're a little frustrated. I'm a little worn out right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Society, get it together. Uh, they can't. We can't. We can't get it together as a society. Mm. Got some tweets here. Support Bubble Boy tweets. I, I don't think it's the it's that the representatives are that stupid. I think they hope that their constituents are that butt stupid. That they believe anything that comes out of their mouths. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't know. I think, I think Tim Kaine's pretty stupid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I think you're he's right. pretty he stupid. He actually, that's a bad example. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reality Check tweets, Pat, not only do black, do black lives matter, but obviously Chaz lives matter. Where is our government? Where is the protection that we pay for with our taxes? Where is the help for those that are good people instead of condoning the actions of those that are breaking the law? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love how Jack's Dad 05 just tweeted out that the Seattle mayor has changed the police's new motto there in Seattle. Um, it's no longer serve and protect. It's observe and reflect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, this has taken in so many people. I've, I've seen so many things written by uh, members of BYU's football or basketball teams lately. Yoli Childs, who was, who's the best, probably the best player on the team last year, might actually be uh, drafted in the NBA draft this uh, this coming up. Hmm. Uh, he, he just put out on Instagram. I, like so many people in this country, am angry, sad, hurt, and desperate for change. I don't agree with the violence, but can we stop with this? Can we stop I don't agree with violence, but stuff? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That needs to stop. Yeah. No, there is no but after that. There's no but after I don't agree with violence. You just end it there. Period. I don't agree with violence. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. I don't agree with violence. But please understand what Martin Luther King meant when he said riots are the language of the unheard. Um, MLK, the, people use this quote all the time to try to justify violence and riots. That's not what he was saying. 
He was saying that, that they are the language of the unheard, but they shouldn't be doing it. That's not the way to go. That's what he said. Don't resort to violence. You lose. Anyway, Yoli continued. Hmm. After MLK was assassinated, American cities started rioting, causing millions of dollars in damage. On the sixth day of the riots, the Civil Rights Act of 1968 was passed. No. The Civil Rights Act was passed in 1964, four years prior to the riots. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I think they passed a housing addendum to the Civil Rights Act. The Housing Act was passed in 68. But the Civil Rights Act was passed in 1964. So many of these guys don't even don't even know the history of this stuff. Yeah. And if you're going to use Martin Luther King to justify rioting, uh, you're going in the wrong direction. And I'm sure you'll get to it later. We've got the story over there about the seeds of the riots that are that are going on. These were planted in the minds of youth in America through our public education system, white or black, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just ingrained in them to hate this country mm-hmm. from the from kindergarten on, man. Yeah. And I, you know, as he continues here, no, I don't want to see violence that I don't advocate for destruction. And again, but, but, but the message that black lives matter and that change is necessary needs to be heard. Okay, black lives are being destroyed by these people who are rioting. They're being destroyed. Their businesses are being taken from them. People have been killed over it. No, that isn't the way to go. And he mentions how people keep saying that's not the way to do things. It isn't! That's why people keep saying it! Because it's not the way to go! <laughs> I just I don't... I, heaven help us... Because even, even, I mean, the most conservative school in the country can't produce students who understand this kind of stuff. I, I, I don't, heaven help us. If they're feeling this way at BYU, what are they feeling in Berkeley and Harvard? My gosh, they've been just so indoctrinated with this stuff. We've really got to educate the youth in this country about where all of this stuff came from and how we get out of it. Because rioting ain't the way. Wow. And these people should know turning to God is the way. Mm. Especially these people should know it. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Got some tweet here, tweets here. Uh, Kara3022 tweets. Anyone else notice how quiet the real Georgia governor, Stacey Abrams, has been about the Atlanta police? Mm. Mm. That's weird. Yeah. I can't believe it's not Aunt Jemima uh, tweets. Tim Kaine sounds anti-Semitic. Hello, the Egyptians made slaves of the Jews. Right. Was that before America, though? I, that, I don't know. Was that pre-America? I don't think so. I, I think they learned that from us, right? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me. Uh, Eric's rant. The indigenous peoples of the New World had slaves, most notably the Mayans, sacrificing many on those large stone pyramids visited by vain, vacuous vessels of ignorance each year, like Tim Kaine. Yeah. 
And Europeans, Europeans are to blame? Again, Weird. Again, timeline check. I don't know. Were the Mayans before? Is that prior to See, the United States? What is huh. this, Final Jeopardy? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Uh, from Blaze Attic 2. Pat, how, how could you know what Martin Luther King was saying? Did you forget your Caucasian and couldn't possibly understand? Right. I did. For, I'm sorry. And I have a question for Blaze Attic 2. Yes, that's true. Why do we never get tweets from Blaze Attic 1? And, and how do we understand the tweets from Blaze Addict 2 when we haven't seen the tweets from Blaze Addict 1? <laughs> I'm just going to look. How there do we is, even get that? Hey, there is a Blaze Addict 1. Is there? Okay. All right. Huh. Uh, let's see. I love this. This uh, this plays right into what, I was, what we were just talking about um, a minute ago before the break with uh, Yoli Child's uh, lengthy post on Instagram, I think it was, about, you know, violence. I'm not agreeing with violence, but, but. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying that uh, we ha- should have destruction, but, 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 but their, their message needs to be heard. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's no but after, I don't believe in violence and I don't believe in destruction. Okay. And especially when it comes to they're destroying their own areas and their own people's businesses and livelihoods. There's no but after that sentence. I don't believe in violence. Period. Destruction is not the way to go. Period. Ugh, man. Anyway, um, great article in The Federalist about how our anti-American education system made riots inevitable. At the heart of the unrest is the belief that the United States is a uniquely bad country. Instead of an exceptionally free, prosperous, and powerful one. It's the same message that the Pulitzer Committee endorsed when it crowned the New York Times 1619 Project. The United States is, always has been, and likely always will be a deeply racist society. As many of us warned years ago, the radical ideas born on campus have already metastasized across society. Today, K-12 public schools across the country increasingly teach some version of the lie. The error-ridden, America-hating 1619 Project and its associated Pulitzer-endorsed Common Core-compliant lesson materials is already being taught in more than 3,500 schools across the country. Anecdotally, ever more superintendents are responding to the current unrest by promising to adopt the 1619 curriculum. The problem will get worse <clears throat> before it gets better. Oh, good. Yeah, it's that's, that's nice. It's a good little sneak peek. Well before protesters spilled into the streets in 2020, the largest national teachers union gave its official stamp of approval to Black Lives Matter. Okay. Again, let's separate the concept, the principle of Black Lives Matter, which of course they do. Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. But all black lives matter, not just the ones who were killed by white police. The lives they lose every day in the abortion mill at Planned Parenthood matter. The lives they lose every day in Chicago by other at the hand of other black uh, men, they matter. Why don't they talk about any of that? Why? 
But the okay, so Black Lives obviously matter. But the group Black Lives Matter is a radical Marxist extremist left-wing organization that people should not be following. And to indoctrinate teachers, indoctrinating teachers with the concept of white fragility and its supposed cause white supremacy culture as part of professional development. The effort to re-educate the nation's teachers in the left's radical image will also likely be accelerated due to the protests. The same national union runs a division solely dedicated to advancing Black Lives Matter and encouraging identity politics in school. During that same meeting, the National Education Association failed to pass a resolution pledging to rededicate the union to the pursuit of increased student learning, ostensibly its purpose for existence. <laughs> but they didn't, they didn't pass that. So they're not rededicating themselves to the pursuit of increased student learning. Oh, okay. Well, what are you doing? Out of the 100 largest school districts, precisely none have the words America or patriotism in their mission statements. Wow. Wow. That is incredible. Wow. This fact is even more shocking. When one considers the public school system was originally created to teach American citizens how to preserve the republic, they had been bequeathed. Noah Webster, one of the country's earliest textbook publishers and education advocates, wrote of a future American public school system. Begin with the infant in the cradle. Let the first word he lisps be Washington. Now the public school system teaches students to view the indispensable man as foremost and unforgivably a slaveholder. <clears throat> that would be uh, George Washington, of course. Where the rights find itself, where the right finds itself today, is a direct consequence of its appalling failure to take culture and the institutions that shape it at least as seriously as it takes tax cuts, deregulation, and economic growth. Is it any surprise that we're now seeing 1619 in the streets? The anti-American ideas of the radical left have already won nearly everywhere else. Wow, this is. So true and so powerful. Two-thirds of millennials believe that America is a racist and sexist country. Close to 40% think the United States is among the most unequal societies in the world. Well, yeah, they're taught it every day. And it's reinforced every day by the media. So between the, between the educational system and the media, our kids don't, they don't have a chance if you're not involved in it. If you're not involved in what they're hearing every day about this country... I mean, every day, all the time. You got to be continually in their ear about it. Then they're just, they're going to be leftists. <clears throat> Not just racist and sexist, but uniquely so. This is the historically illiterate worldview of the graduates of our nation's education system. A nation that teaches its children to hate their country cannot endure. Oof. What a powerful statement. A nation that teaches its children to hate their country cannot endure. A nation that pays out $700 billion a year in trillions in taxpayer-financed student loans to train future citizens to see their country as hopelessly and irreparably racist cannot continue. That's just absolutely brilliant. Just absolutely brilliant. Simple yet brilliant. Ah, yep. man. Good stuff. And that's why they're being demonetized by Google. <laughs> the Federalists, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. 
If you want to see that article, by the way, uh, we have it tweeted out at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of education, how about this elitist New Hampshire senator? This is a state senator in New Hampshire um, talking about the fact that, I mean, parents, you know, it's cute that, you know, you want to help out and stuff. But you, <laughs> <laughs> you want to help out with the education of your offspring. Uh, uh, come that's on. fun. Come on now. I mean, that's adorable, but we can't allow it. So, uh, Listen to this. Parents that are not that well educated uh, cannot make those uh, decisions. Those decisions, as details, should be left to a professional. You know, I don't, I don't think the senator. Say, I don't think the senator said that. So um, I, thought, I thought you did. If your dad was a carpenter and you want to become a carpenter, then yes, listen to your dad. Yeah. Okay, so what they were saying there was a little hard to understand, but what. Uh, <laughs> What the senator was saying was that uh, exactly what I set it up as. Uh, you know, it's cute that parents want to be involved in whatever, but they can't. They're not. They're not. They can't. They're not smart enough. If they don't have a, a college education, uh, they can't be teaching their kids anything. And one of them, uh, one of the other senators, called her out on it and said, "That's not. I don't. No, that's not what she was saying." And then she clarified, "Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying." No, what I'm saying is if you're a carpenter, then you could teach him carpentry, but nothing else. Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, but that's that's the sentiment. And we've had something like that before. We have. Yeah. This, uh, we have this educator that was talking about it, how parents just, you can't do that. We do, you know, educators go through education for a reason. They are the people who know best about how to serve children. Oh, right. They know that's best. That's not necessarily Ed- true of an best. individual resident thank you i'm not saying they don't want the best for their children but they may not know what actually is best from an education standpoint (laughs) that's great that's great oh okay parents don't know what's best for their child i said they may want what's best for their child pudding we they may that. not know, and they may not uh-huh. have the capabilities. We <laughs> yeah, heard okay, earlier about spending six better. and seven hours a day. <laughs> that's so great. I said, I said they may want what's best for the child. They just don't know what that is. That's all I said. Parents don't know what's best for their child. They want what's best, but they don't know how to give it to them. Wow. Okay. There you go. Again, the elitism of the left. Parents are stupid, you know. Unless you have a college education, you're, you're not worth anything, and you can't you can't teach your kids anything. You've got nothing to offer them, so leave that to the professionals, okay? The pre- professional propagandists that have been taught how to teach your children how to hate this country, uh, and let them handle it. I don't think it's in your sound machine there, but what was the? Uh, there was something else uh, the head of the NEA said. I don't know, a decade or so ago about their primary focus. What exactly is yes, their primary? Yes, something. Okay, I... I oh, it, man. It, anyway, it was something along the lines of, our primary goal isn't to educate kids, right? right it's the right. power. Yeah, right. It's the power we wield. I used to have that. I don't know where that is now. We have you that. looked for NEA? Find yeah, NEA? I did. Okay. I did. Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, so we've had multiple examples of that. How elitist, man. How elitist they are. And they don't want the parents involved. And they don't want you involved. They don't even want you to know what they're teaching your kids. Because what they're teaching your kids is anti-American propaganda. 
and they know that you would counter that. So <laughs> they don't even want you to know about it. It's amazing. It's, it's, and they're doing a great it's job. It's tragic. It and is tragic, and we let it happen for way too long. And now I just hope it's not too late. A century of this machine is paying off in our big city time. streets today. It's paying off big time. Ugh. So they can, they can pass off virtually anything to our kids. Anything. You know, the whole inequality, wealth inequality, income inequality, all of that stuff. All that, that, that health is a right, uh, that, that food is a right, that uh, housing is a right, that we need to have a second Bill of Rights. I mean, they're really pushing that kind of stuff. And don't forget, New Jersey's proud... They now have for K through 12 curriculum about uh, that's mandatory now climate change as if it wasn't already being taught to begin with. But everything's a trade off. I wonder what they're um, exchanging Mm -hmm. that time for. What used to be mandatory in New Jersey that they're like, eh, we don't need to talk about. That founding fathers, constitution, that kind of thing. That's so unnecessary. Need to talk about carbon emissions. Yeah, right. Because that's that's a plague that's sweeping the planet right now. Nobody cares about the Constitution. I mean, it's right. old and dusty right. and Would irrelevant. Would you rather have your kid subjected to lessons about old, dusty. white slave owners? Thank you. Or, or learn about how they can think. How they can save the world, Keith. Think globally, act locally. And save the world, Keith. And save the world. <laughs> I mean, it's so amazing. The Dallas County Commissioners. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet you our kids are just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was a good move. Dallas County Commissioners just declared racism a public health crisis. I'm sorry, what? Wait, racism is a health issue now? In fact, not just an issue, it's a crisis. (laughs) Oh, well, if if they passed it, that must mean racism is a health crisis. Nobody's ever died... Well, unless people get violent about it. But nobody ever dies from just word racism. I mean, it might hurt somebody's feelings. No, you don't die from it. You can't get sick from it. What do you mean it's a public health crisis? It's a behavior. It's an ugly behavior that humans have and uh, share with each other. (laughs) It's not a health issue. (laughs) It is a behavior. However, the resolution that was presented by a longtime commissioner, John Wiley Price, addresses oh, gosh, 10 points meant to tackle racism in Dallas. Oh, County. this is going to be rich. <clears throat> Number one, mm-hmm. assert that racism is a public health crisis affecting our entire county. So we assert that? Yeah, we're asserting it. Okay, we're asserting it. Uh, number two, we're going to work to pro- progress as an equity and justice-oriented organization with the commissioner's court and its staff leadership continuing to identify specific activities to further enhance diversity and to ensure anti-racism principles across commissioner's court leadership, staffing, and contracting. So help me. That's a wow. run-on sentence. sure is. So we're asserting and progressing. Yes. Got it. Okay. We're also, number three, promoting equity through all policies approved by the commissioner's court and entrance educational efforts, enhance, I'm sorry, enhance educational efforts aimed at understanding, addressing, and dismantling racism. 
and how it affects the delivery of human and social services, economic development, and public safety. Another run-on sentence. That Seriously, man. Someone seems get this guy a Number four, continue to advocate locally and through the National Association of Counties for relevant policies that improve health in black communities and support <clears throat> local, state, regional, and federal initiatives. <laughs> Blah, blah. Number five, further work to solidify alliances and partnerships with other organizations that are confronting racism and encourage other local, state, regional, and national entities to recognize racism as a public health crisis. They still haven't gotten any any of the medical uh, system involved here. So if it's a health issue, why is there no medicine involved? We're halfway home. uh, Okay, I'm up to number six. I've not heard anything about the medical community, doctors, nurses, uh, prescriptions, drugs. What can we take? <laughs> this is unreal. Number six, support community efforts to amplify issues of racism and engage actively and authentically with communities of color wherever they live. Now, what does that even mean? <laughs> you support to amplify issues of racism and engage actively and authentically. Shut up. Number seven, to always promote and support policies that prioritize the health of all people, especially people of color, by mitigating exposure to adverse childhood experiences. Number eight, institute racial equality training with the goal of reaching commissioners, court agency, leadership, and staff. Number nine, encourage racial equity training among all community partners. And number 10, identify clear goals and objectives, including periodic reports to the commissioner's court to assess progress and capitalize on opportunities to further advance racial equity. Not a single word in a public health crisis, by the way. Public health crisis about doctors being involved, health professionals of any kind being involved, uh, and no medication involved. Uh, Not even mental health people are involved here. You missed number 11, uh uh, get prescriptions for racists, and if you take it, then you're cured. That yeah, I, I wish no, that's, that's not, not there. That's yeah, not number there. Number ten is um, update us regularly on our brainwashing efforts. Yeah, uh, I mean, so ridiculous. This is it's uh, so ridiculous, so out of control. <laughs> Here's a related story too. Speaking of all of this. Michael Strahan speaking out right now. Really? Yeah. What now? Michael Strahan. What is he? 6'6", 280, something like that. Big dude. I'll I'll look it up. He felt he couldn't speak up at ABC. What? Because as a black man, he'd be too threatening. (laughs) Okay, what? Wait. What? What? I'm sorry. This is such a load of bull crap. Um... Michael Strahan reportedly felt unable to raise his voice at ABC without being perceived as threatening. Nobody told him that. Nobody said, hey, as a black man, you need to keep your voice down or not say anything because we'll be scared if you mention anything. Wait a minute. This is the same Michael Strahan. We played a video clip before of him introducing some little boy that was dressed up like a chick. And he mm-hmm. was just all into that. Oh, look oh, at you. Sure was. Look at you on that stage doing your twerking and your whatnot. That is so cool. And you didn't he loved feel it. like you could stick up for racism? Against racism? What? Shut up, Michael Strahan. I wouldn't say that if we were face-to-face, however. No. He's a big dude. Yeah, he is. Uh, according to multiple outlets, Strahan, who left his co-hosting post on Live with Kelly Ripa... For Good Morning America, another great gig, a better gig than the Live with Kelly. 
uh, told fellow staffers he felt he couldn't speak up as a black man at the company. I don't know if that's now or I, then. I so mean, ridiculous. So stupid. A, unless they were Stop berating it. you or abusing you or threatening you, you are responsible, Michael, for your feelings. But what? Your, your employer is not res- responsible for your misperceptions. They hired you. They paid you a fortune to work there, so they wanted you there. No kidding. I mean, whatever weird emotional hang-ups you had, you've developed after that, that's that's on you. Was there something going on at ABC that we don't know about? Was there some know, sort man. of systemic racism that he didn't... No, he doesn't, he doesn't even allege that. So what is he talking just, about? This whining has to... St- man up and just speak up for yourself. This has got to stop! I mean, this it, has to stop. It's incumbent upon <laughs> all of us as human beings to speak up if we see injustice yes. or racism in our workplace or in our lives or in our social interactions. But he's yes. making it sound like there was something really bad, something heinous going on behind the scenes him. at ABC yeah, that he, that he couldn't, couldn't stand up and, mm-hmm. and stop this in its tracks. If you're in retrospect going back and saying, oh, I guess I just didn't do enough for what? Be specific, man. Otherwise, shut up. And he's not even alleging any right. sort of abuse what, or racism to... or anything. He just felt like he couldn't speak up. Ugh. We need to tell people like that to shut up Please. then. Shut up. You obviously have okay? nothing to say, Michael. So why are shut you up. even beginning to speak on this? We need to go, go back to real American values and uh, giblets. We need to have some giblets as a country again and say, look, grow up, mm-hmm. shut up. Instead, we roll over, play dead, say, oh, we're so sorry you felt that way. We'll have to work really hard so that you don't feel mm-hmm. like that anymore. What was it I did wrong? Well, nothing I can really put my finger on. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the way I felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then I'll work on that. No, you don't. He needs to work on that. Yeah, all I heard uh, in that whole... American giblets? Yeah, American giblets. Okay. That's what I heard. Uh, but Let's yeah. get back to American giblets. <laughs> Maybe that's the name of the show Seriously. today. Let's get back we to are... American giblets. <laughs> we have none right now as a country. Yeah. We got no giblets. We're we... afraid to say anything to anybody. And uh, we take it upon us, the responsibility of how they feel at all times. I'm sorry. I'm tired of it. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to do it. Not that I ever did it, but Mm -hmm. I'm certainly not going. I'm going to continue not to do it. All right. Tomorrow's Friday, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's Friday tomorrow. Frivolous? Yay! Frivolous Friday? Yeah. You want some animal videos tomorrow? Oh, no.